The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you find your pods. Maybe you find them on YouTube. A lot of people find them that way. And if you want your own podcast, kids, go to pod617.com to get started. It's the Boston Podcast Network. It's uh, what we do. We set you up with a microphone or you can come into our Westwood Mass Studios. Either way, you can do it from home or from our studio, and we take care of the whole thing. It's a great way to connect with your network and clients and potential clients and stuff like that, pod617.com. Enough of that. We like to talk to interesting people on the on the fringe of the professional world, the on the cutting edge, I should say, not the fringe, on the cutting edge of the professional world. And we're going to talk a little bit about real estate today with realtor Mian Lavalli. She joins the show. Let's properly welcome her. Yes. Thank you for joining. How is your? How is your? I want, I want to say fall, but who knows what the weather? It was like I swear the autumnal equinox that we're in. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. It, it, I swear, it went from eighty to thirty-five in two days. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Boston's weather has been schizophrenic since I remember, so I'm not shocked. But, you know, I think it's like, I think I saw something on the news. It was like 14 out of 15 weekends have been rainy. <clears throat> so I knew, I knew it. Know. I knew it was that bad. Yeah. Did I you grow up? wearing my Hanna boots a lot more than usual, but yes. Did you grow up in the Boston area? I did. And I'm, I'm actually originally from the DC area, but my husband's from Waltham and his accent was too much of a lure for me to <laughs> behind. So here I've been <laughs> for a while. Really? Yeah, yeah. He, he talked wicked funny, but for some reason yeah. it it really worked. Um, it worked for me. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we we're going to talk about what's going on in real estate. And before we started recording, me and you were telling me about misconceptions about the market and that it's now is not a good time to be looking at a new house. Maybe it is. Tell me a little bit about that for starters. Yeah, I think a lot of what is interesting and what I'm constantly having more conversations about now are that what people think is happening and what think what what is actually happening, right? And so again, where we live is a very insulated different part of the country and so when you take a very national view, if you're watching the TV or if your grandma's watching it in Topeka, Kansas and she calls you and says, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're buying in this market." That's not the market we're in. So that's the first thing. So make sure you look at it in a more strategic and specific way. We are always going to be protected because we have two big infrastructure machines education and medicine that bring a ton of people and professionals into our city in and out of our city at all times, definitely every four years, but certainly whenever there is a change, right? So we're constantly not what the national average says. That's number one. Number two, we talked a little bit earlier about if you initially wanted to purchase or sell a home over the past year or so, that's not really going to change unless something drastic in your life happens. So whether you wait or you buy now, you're essentially just kicking the can down the road. And so instead of worrying about if the rate is perfect, if the price is perfect, 
if the timing is perfect, you simply just need to solve for the problem or this challenge right now, which is you need a bigger house or you need a smaller house or you want to get out of that neighborhood or your kids have gone to college. So you need something different because that's not going to change. And it's only going to unfortunately become a little bit more difficult in the future if you kind of try to play that Russian roulette. Mm. Uh, It's why is it impossible to time things because i think people want yeah. want to because i hear what you're saying like it's circumstantial in people's lives you would think that people would be driven more by i want a new house i need a new house i'm having a baby let's do it but yeah, you know what honey the market's not so great now is is that a common mistake yeah i mean and i <clears throat> and it's not even a, a dig at anyone else because you're doing the best you can with the information the problem is there's just so much information it's not necessarily all accurate which goes back to the point of if you have somebody who knows what they're doing you don't have to rely on your hunches the national news and what you heard at christmas or thanksgiving dinner <laughs> you have somebody who actually does this every single day which is where myself and my team come in and we debunk all of what you think is going to happen and what you think is happening and what you hope is going to be to what it really is we have a lot of people who say, I want to live in Newton and then they can't afford it. They don't get what they want in Newton. And then all of a sudden they've been living in Natick for the past five years and they can't imagine living anywhere else. Mm. So we have to go through these emotional kind of roller coasters with our clients. And we want to, because it's there, it's, it's the biggest decision in my opinion of your life, where you're going to raise your family, where you're going to lay your head at. And certainly it's the best investment you can make. And while it would be great if we all were still living in the 3% interest rate days, we are not, and that's okay, and that was then, and this is now. And so what I just kind of want to, what we've been helping our clients is, is just re- reorganizing their focus on, we still have to solve for this challenge, which is we need a different house, and let's figure out how to get you in there. And if we, if you, whether you buy at the top, middle, or the bottom, the issue is that you still need to buy, and let's figure out the best way for you to get in. Can you think of an example where people came to you kind of eager to buy or sell a house, but but we're kind of bewildered by the whole process and you came in and then, and kind of fixed everything like superwoman and you ended up, they end up hugging you and your lifelong friends. Now, maybe not exactly that, but give me an example, give me an, give an example of, of a way that you've made help the client achieve their dreams of finding a home. I mean, yeah, not to toot my own horn, but that's kind of my entire process. I, I'm blessed and and lucky enough that we have a very good business over, I think, 90% of referrals. So the somebody who comes onto my plate is somebody who's worked or knows somebody who I've already worked with. And so we are a little bit choosier on who we take on because we are really getting involved with their life and we're really listening to what they need and trying to match what they need and what they can get and also seeing things that they can't see yet. That's really, in my opinion, the differentiator between a successful professional and someone who just checks off a box and does the job part-time. You tell me, I really want a big yard. If I just stop there and I don't ask you, okay, cool, tell me more about why. Well, I want a big yard because I don't want to see my neighbors and I want to have a birthday party for my kid. And I go, okay, cool. How many people are at the party? Okay, 10. Then you don't need an acre. You don't need an acre yard. Mm -hmm. You need a quarter of an acre that's flat and fenced. You can fit 50 people in that. And so there's a listening piece that we, we really pride ourselves on. And then there is a, I'm going to show you things that you don't even know you need or want yet. And that's going to show you that I'm listening and offer you more options so that we can get to the, to the end of this, which is the solve for getting you a new house. So yeah, a lot of my clients 
are constantly coming over for drinks afterwards. I'm linking them up with other clients in their neighborhood or in their town who they've never met before that we've sold to that they can have play dates with. The hope is that it's not, and that's not, this isn't a one-time deal. I've never been a one-time girl. This is forever. And we want you to keep us in mind for not only friends and family, but also if you hear somebody and they're having a horrible time, tell them because you didn't with us. Yeah. That's when the person says to you, yeah, man, I guess you're right. We don't need, we don't need a wicked big yard. We just, we, we just need like a yard for like birthday parties. And so anyway, so something you said is interesting. Like you, you have the ability to actually introduce, possibly introduce people to their neighbors, which is to me, I live in an apartment now. I don't miss owning a home because you can talk me into it later, man. But, 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 but I do miss like the neighborhood. And sometimes I wonder if the concept of the neighborhood is slightly fading. It, 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 is it? Yeah. So tell me, tell me what you think. Yeah, it's actually a great question and something we talk about a lot because a lot of our clients say we really want a neighborhood. We're going to have kids. So we definitely want to live in, I'll give you an example. We want to live in Weston. And so I say things like, I don't want to get too up in your business, but are you pregnant? And do you have kids yet? No, not yet. Okay. So we're talking about you wanting to move to Weston, which is an amazing neighborhood, but you aren't even pregnant yet and you're not sure when you will be. Mm. And so you're going to be benefiting from the amazingness that is Weston, but a little prematurely, Mm. right? So we're going to help organize your timeline so that you really get the most bang for your buck. Now, it's not a problem to ever buy in Weston. It's a great community. And if you were to resell it in two years, you'll probably make a ton of money. But you might be at the stretch. You might be at the max of your price point when maybe if you bought it in another town, you would have a little bit more wiggle room. Who knows, right? So in terms of the neighborhood itself, because the Internet has been introduced since when I grew up, It's a lot easier to stay home and feel like you're in a community because you're on a little device versus go outside and play until the streetlights come on. And so when people say, I really want a neighborhood, I remind them I have three kids, 15, 13, and nine. I live in a nice neighborhood and I'm begging them to have play dates at my house or mm. go outside and play, mm. right? They instead just make plans to go elsewhere instead of utilizing the neighborhood that I feel I paid a premium for, for them to take advantage of. Yeah. So, we got to change kind of how we see things. It's not how we grew up. It's not how we think. It's not how they painted on HGTV. And so if that means that you live on a double yellow and you have to get over that, but the house is amazing, the backyard is great, and you have a really long driveway, we're still going to, I'm going to make you see that house because it could be the one. Mm. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess the, the internet has created different kind of neighborhoods, of course. And yeah, it's just a shame. I don't know. I mean, we are people of a, my generation, I, I'm sure I'm a little bit older than you, Mian, but but we we romanticize that Norman Rockwell thing. You walk down the street and people, you see Mildred walking her dog. You see the twins, Jimmy and Kathy, beating the crap yeah. out of each other. They're playing kick the can in the na- in whatever they're doing. So it's, So it sounds like you handle Metro West Massachusetts. Tell me about your region. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's pretty much right. I always say I go everywhere from South End to Southborough, roughly. We can extend a little bit past that. Sold a house in Marshfield last week, been to Duxbury many times, gone all the way to Worcester over the past month or so. So again, there is a double-edged sword to being loved and having such great relationships with your past clients because they truly do tell everyone. And sometimes those people aren't within our area. But I always joke, I'm just not rich enough to say no yet. And if for any reason... 
I cannot service you the way you deserve to be serviced and the way you deserve to be treated in where you're looking, for instance, the Berkshires, then I'm going to connect you with somebody who I absolutely adore, who is as close to me as possible so that you can get that same service. So we do go everywhere, sold several places in Chatham over the summer to people who are relocating out of the area. And they were like, I'm just done with this. I'm retired. And that was great. So it's, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to be able to go to different parts, but certainly I am very well versed in some of our favorite towns and the streets in those towns where I go, oh, you have two boys and they play hockey. Hold on. I know exactly where I want to try to see if we can find you a good place because I already put two houses or two homes, two neighbors on those street who have boys who play hockey. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you got to afford the house. You got to like the house. You got to get excited when you pull up to it. But the thing that a lot of people don't think about is that do you have a neighborhood or do you have neighbors or do you have people who you can't get to the bus stop on time, but they can grab the kids for you, yeah. walk them and feed them a snack, kind of pulling back that Norman Rockwell era. That is an on, to me, it's invaluable to yeah. be able to have a community that you can lean on. And if your real estate agent has a little snippet of where you could get that, I think that's over and above them mm. just obviously get a great deal. What are the kind of features in homes that, blow people away. If you can think of an example, whether they be specific to a certain home or not, where you show someone and it's like, come you got to see this room and they just go, Oh my God, what, what kind of, what kind of things have you, have you had like that? I mean, definitely. I also think it's seasonal, right? So when we're looking as we approach the winter, you not having a garage may not be the best thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're coming into winter and everybody knows it's going to start sucking. So certainly garages (laughs) are always important, even garages that are not connected to the home are important for even storage purposes. Something I've noticed recently or it's really exciting that people have is an indoor shed. So it's basically an unfinished indoor piece of their basement, but that's where all of the yucky hockey pads, bikes, scooters, everything goes, but it doesn't take away from the exit, the garage bay or the unfinished space itself. And there's a door that exits out. So if you have umbrellas from the, from the summer, you have stuff that you don't want necessarily in the finished space, but you need it to be semi-covered. That's a great thing. So an indoor shed of sorts. I think big rooms, open rooms, everyone still loves the open concept, right? That you can be in the kitchen and family can be sitting eating charcuterie at the island. And then the TV can be on with the game in the living room and that kind of stuff. Big ceilings for Christmas trees. I'm seeing people going, oh my God, we can fit a 12 foot tree in here. This is great. I think that the double, the double family room has kind of gone away because it's very loud. Mm. So you're watching TV in the family room and you have a double foyer family room. Then sometimes that sound Mm. travels. A lot of people go away from that, but everything's still bringing true bathrooms, kitchens, landscape that really pulls people in. I think more people are gravitating away from the yard, large, large, Large yard. That is hard to say. <laughs> That's like half a cup no, of coffee. Oh, no, not enough. <laughs> oh, and it's money. We, we already talked uh, about a wicked lad. Large, now I can't say it. Large yard. Yeah. There you go. Large, large yard. Yeah. There we go. Um, because not only is it in theory what we would like, it's also more maintenance, right? Oh, and yeah. so that's another cost, another line item. So you may be excited to see a gorgeous home where Sally and Joe have just meticulously taken care of it because they're retired and they've been pruning their roses and the hydrangea bushes for I don't know how long, but that's not your life. You have three kids, you both work, you can't be out in the yard. And all that means is you're now going to have to pay a thousand dollars a month for a landscaper to do it. Do Mm. you want that yard? Mm. So we talk about all, it's not just what looks good on paper. Is is it going to look good and work for your life, your life, which is different than her life or his life or mine. So it's a very tailored endeavor when you, when you work with the right agent and you get the right house. 
In a moment, we're going to play a round of good stuff with where both myself and Mian will recommend something good for you to, to check out. Before we get there, two quick questions. One, to, to people, when we grew up, it, it felt like every house had, you walked in and to you, you're right or your left, there was a, a dining room and the dining room is nice. And, and you look at that and it's like, well, People still use that occasionally when they when they have dinner parties, maybe. I mean, we didn't use it that much growing up. But then there was another room to the other side that was not like the 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 hangout room with the with the with the TV, but it was like people called it a living room or a, or a sitting room or something. And there yeah. were like old grandma furniture there and and it was never used this room. Has that has that gone by the wayside or what? Yeah, I mean, what you're describing is probably like a center entrance colonial, right? You can always tell when you walk yeah. in, the stairs are a little bit in front of you. You got a dining room to the left, a formal living room to the right, right. and then behind it is like the kitchen, eat-in, big family room if you have it, right? And sometimes right. the capes are like that too. A lot of people are, so first of all, my dining room currently has Halloween stuff on it. Like it's going to, it's the catch-all room. Right. A lot of people's dining room turns into that until you have a holiday coming up and everyone's got to sit down <laughs> right. there. The formal living room exists in homes, but they're not using it as the room that has plastic on it and no one's allowed. Right. You, you know, you go there to get grounded. That's where I had to go. Instead, <laughs> it's turning into an office. Instead, it's turning mm. into a playroom because mm. it's on the main level off of the kitchen. Or it's a combination of all three, maybe a Peloton room or someplace that a, a, a pullout couch can be. So there's another place for somebody sure. to sleep. So sure. it doesn't go away. It's just repurposed and refunctioned in a different location in the mm. house. But a lot of people, when they're doing new construction, they are getting rid of that room because yeah. it's not it's not necessarily being used. Yeah. Um, it's like a museum. Like, it is. <laughs> so, well, that's good to hear. Mian, tell us how our listeners can get in touch with you if they want to learn more about what you do and learn whether they can use your services. Yes. So we, you can easily find us on the internet, www.wilsongroupre.com. So W-I-L-S-O-N-G-R-O-U-P-R-E, realestate.com. My email is very easy. It's just Mian, M-I-A-N, at Wilson Group R-E. And then online, we're on Instagram, TikTok, everything at Wilson Group R-E. You could also follow me at MP Laval. I share a lot about what we do business-wise and also my crazy family because I think that that's just as important. It sounds like you um, get a lot going on there. <laughs> we have a lot. We have a lot of fun, yeah. and we're very tired. Very good. We're going to play a game of good stuff. Before we do that, real quick, I'll just remind you what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. It's pod617.com, where you go if you want your own podcast. We'll set you up with a quality USB mic, and you can do the podcast right from the comfortable confines of your home that uh, Mian helped you purchase, of course. And you can also come to our Westwood Mass Studios. The podcast is a lot of fun, and it's a great way to promote your business, your brand, to meet people. They'll be amazed when you invite them to be a guest on your show. Pod617.com. It's the Boston Podcast Network in Pod We Trust. All right, come on. Let's play good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. Right, me on you're the guest you get to go first and i understand you have something cool to tell us that's coming up and uh a charity i believe but go ahead tell us yes i'm excited because it's perfect with something good tell me something good we are the the main sponsor for alex's team organization and foundation which is something super dear to our heart our our owner partner ryan wilson heads up the wilson group my team at keller williams where we work in newton and his 
wife is uh, immediately affected by pediatric cancer when her twi- twin sister passed away, <clears throat> excuse me, when she was 16. And as a result from then, they went ahead and started a foundation, which not only contributes to pediatric cancer research, but specifically to the nurses that are on the floor of the Dana-Farber wings that are taking care of these kids. And I couldn't think of a better philanthropy to donate to and give time to. And this Friday, the 14th of October, they're going to be hosting their annual gala. It's an extremely fun time. I will be there, so it's definitely going to be a fun time. But it's a great opportunity to get dressed up, donate to an amazing cause, live bands, live auction, silent auction, amazing food and drinks. And the website is alexisteam.org. You should definitely check it out. Alexisteam.org. Awesome. We will uh, include that information in the show notes of this episode if uh, you're interested. So... Sounds like an excellent cause. I salute you, man, for for pushing that. I'm going to just simply recommend a TV show that I just started watching, and it's on Hulu. It's called, it's based on a a book which I didn't read, but I understand it was quite good. It's called The Other Black Girl, and I'm going to play a little bit of the trailer so you get a taste for it. Let's take a listen. Are there books? Hello. Yes. Nella. Will you get me another coffee? Nella. Will you get Advil for me? Nella. Will you copy? Nella. I need Nella. you. Nella. 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 There's someone you have to meet. This is Hazel May McCall, my new assistant. Really? Hi. It's just really nice that you're here. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> You know that hall of white people they have here? Welcome to Wagner. Wagner's just... You'll see. All right, I'm going to pause it there because I don't want to give everything away. But so have you heard of the show, Mia? No? No, and now I have to see it. Yes. (laughs) it's, It's very interesting. As you heard from the clip, she works at a publishing house, and she is as you would guess from the title of the show, she's like the only black person that, that works there and she's doing fine. But then the, this other girl shows up and they hit it off. And the, the new, I, this sounds terrible repeating it like this, but it is what it is. The new, <laughs> the new black girl is like, yeah. she's fashionable and she's sweet and she's, and, but then you start to see weird things happening and I'm not going to give it away. I'm only halfway through, but Think if you're familiar with the movie Get Out, where all of a sudden the, the the black characters realize there's something weird and maybe very sinister going on under the surface here. It feels like that. I don't know what happens actually because I'm only halfway through it, but it's 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 very cool. It's got a a great cast, including Brian Baumgartner, who used to be on the. You'll remember him as Kevin from The Office. He plays an an author who is very successful, but maybe a little bit out of touch with reality and. It's just, it's a great mystery. At first you think it's just going to be this kind of social thing where, oh, cool, now the these two minority young women who are so smart can advance in this white company. But then there's all this other stuff going on. So if you check yeah, it out, me, I, I, I also I noticed that, that girl from Scandal was in it too. I forgot her name. And yeah, I never got into Scandal. I guess I should know that. Looked really good. Okay. I'm definitely putting that on my list. You'll have to have me back and then we can talk about it after we all watch it. That's the deal. We'll have to give it a full review at that point. So, Jan, thank you so much. You were an awesome, awesome guest. Remember to check the show notes for information on how to get in touch with me on. I hope you had a good time. Thank you so much, David. I had a great time. So, once again, 
Thank you for listening to the Boston Podcast. If you like the show, subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you find your pods. Go to pod617.com if you'd like your own show. That's all. On behalf of me and my best new friend in real estate, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. Water, man.